This headline in the Toronto Star caught my attention today. Breast density is a risk women need to know about. Cancer survivor survivor group says. I'll try and wrap my tongue around this uh, story a little more because it is important to me and it should be important to any of you uh, who have breasts or know someone who does. Dr. Paula Gordon is a clinical professor at the University of British Columbia. And she also happens to be an advisor to the Dense Breasts Canada uh, group. Welcome to the show. I appreciate, appreciate you being here. Hi, Kelly. Um, So first of all, I guess what women should know is what are dense breasts? So first of all, dense breasts are normal. Every woman has in her breasts some fat, glandular tissue, and fibrous tissue, so that the part that makes the milk. Uh, On a mammogram, fat looks black, and normal breast tissue looks white, and the white we call dense tissue. So women who have more white stuff than fat, we say have dense breasts. Is this the same as lumpy breasts? No, I'm glad you asked. The only way you can tell if somebody's dense is on a mammogram. A woman can feel lumpy and still be not dense on her mammogram. It's only on the mammogram that we can tell. Wow. So how do we discover, you know, if I know that 50 plus women have mammograms, but how do we discover if we have breast dense, dense breasts if we're not getting mammograms if we're under 50? Um, you can't. Short, short answer. The problem is even over, women over 50 who are having mammograms are not being told whether they have dense breasts. And that's part of the advocacy that Dense Breast Canada is doing. Because if women knew that they had dense breasts, there's two very important bits of information in that. Number one, just by virtue of the breast being dense means the woman is at a higher risk of getting breast cancer. So, for example, most women know that if they have a family history of breast cancer, like a mother or sister, Mm -hmm. they're at a higher risk of getting breast cancer. We now know that having dense breasts is an even more significant risk factor than a family history. The other point that they should know is not only are they at an increased risk of getting breast cancer, but mammograms are less accurate at finding cancer when women have dense breasts. So it's a double whammy. So what do women with dense breasts do then? Well, um, they should, ideally, they should be having ultrasound in addition to mammography because ultrasound finds an additional three to four cancers for every thousand women that you screen. Now, that doesn't sound like a very high number. Wow, you've got to do ultrasound on a thousand women to find only three to four cancers? That's about the number that we find doing mammography. Really? But, but we know that when we find those cancers on a mammogram or an ultrasound, when they're still small and they haven't yet spread, those are the breast cancers that are the most curable. Not only will women be less likely to die from breast cancer, but they'll also have more treatment options. So when you find a small breast cancer, women have the option of having a lumpectomy instead of a mastectomy. There's also the option to avoid the traditional armpit surgery that women with breast cancer have to test the lymph nodes. And then there's the option to have less aggressive chemotherapy or even avoid it altogether if we can find the cancer early. So that's what this screening is all about. Find it early. And if if women with dense breasts um, are not adequately screened with just mammography, that's where uh, breast ultrasound will prevent people from falling through the cracks. Okay, so if I go into my doctor's office, I've never been told to go get an ultrasound for my breasts. Is that abnormal? No, it's, uh, it's unfortunately far too common. First of all, if you go for a screening mammogram, 
there's a, the, your doctor in Ontario gets two pages of a report. One's the checkoff form, and one is a written form. And women in uh, Ontario uh, who have very dense breasts are automatically recalled to have a mammogram annually, whereas women who don't have the very densest category are only recalled every two years. But if you said the mammograms don't really detect cancer on people with dense breasts, why are they calling them back from mammograms? That's such a good question. In fact, um, what you're saying makes complete sense. Rather than getting called for another test that's not going to be as sensitive, that's where it would make more sense for these women to have ultrasound. And I'm going to say not just in the in-between years, but maybe even more often. So th the problem is um, the doctors don't always find out that women have dense breasts. And even if they do find out, they don't necessarily tell the woman. Why so wouldn't they tell you? Well, because it's not something that they're taught to do. Hmm. Also, family doctors who have to kind of be masters of all of medicine have a lot to keep up with. And a lot of them rely on task forces, they're called, to tell them what to do for different situations. And we have a Canadian task force on preventive health care that is not keen to recommend ultrasound. They're not even keen to recommend mammograms as often as they should. Why would and that be? Is it cost? They won't admit that. And what, the, what they do is they say that the harms of the test outweigh the benefits. How so? What kind the of harm would come from The thing they the greatest harm, believe it or not, is the anxiety that we cause when we recall a patient for more pictures. So, for example, on mammograms, cancers aren't the only thing that shows up. There are other non-cancerous lumps that show up, like cysts. Mm -hmm. or benign tumors that are harmless. But when, when we're reading screening mammograms and we see something like that, we want to be better safe than sorry. We'd rather the woman come back and have an extra picture or maybe have an ultrasound so we can be more sure. And when a woman gets that recall letter, you can, you can understand that that will make her anxious. You know what makes me anxious? The fact that they're more worried about my anxiety level than my fact that I might have dense breasts that could be cancerous. Are you sure you don't work for Dense Breast Canada? <laughs> That's exactly the point. They're making this patronizing decision on your behalf that poor you can't put up with that transient anxiety while you have to wait for to get the extra test done. So let's not do the test at all. And, you know, if you get diagnosed with an advanced cancer, oh, well. Okay, well, you know, there's a lot of information you've given us. And so I only have about two minutes left in the show. What would you like people listening, both men and women, to take away from this conversation? I'd like them to go visit the website, the densebreastscanada.ca website. They all, they're also on Facebook and Twitter. And I'd like, you know, I would love them to speak to their MPs and MLAs. What do you call your provincial uh, representatives? MPP, yeah. MPP, here we call them MLAs mm -hmm. in British Columbia. Speak to the legislators because the, the screening programs are not paying attention. They don't listen to me as an expert in the field, and they don't listen to patients. But legislators who need their voter support listen to voters. If this and I is love people to get engaged. If this is about dollars and cents, I mean, the uh, it, it just makes common sense that you'd be if you catch cancer early with an ultrasound, you'd be paying less to to fight that cancer than you would waiting for it to actually. Uh, you know, spread throughout the body. You're right. It's five times more expensive to treat an advanced cancer than an early cancer. The problem is the people who are in power now are b worried about their budget today, and it, they don't care so much 
about the budget five to ten years from now when they may no longer be in power. Well, I can say this on behalf of uh, women, I'm sure, listening. Uh, we're worried about our bodies now, and uh, we'd like to deal with them uh, you know, as soon as possible if there's something that could go awry. Uh, breast, de- breast density is something that I think we should all know about. If you're going home to have a conversation with your family about this, we're going to post this audio on our website and allow you to, at 640toronto.com, re-listen to this. Maybe you should sit down with the women that matter in your life and uh, let them have a little listen to this, because I think it's important that we all know about breast density. Thank you so much for joining us. You're very welcome. I really appreciate your time today. Okay, take care. That is Dr. Paula Gordon, clinical professor at the University of British Columbia, and she's also an advisor to Breast Dense Breast Canada. Go to Dense Breast Canada and find out what you're dealing with. Super important. It could save your life.